Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the final episode of this series of Where to Go. I'm Lucy Richard, Senior Editor at DK Witness. And I'm James Atkinson, online brand manager at DK Witness. Today, to mark our final episode of this run, we're doing something a little bit different. Yeah, our final episode. Yeah. I don't know how... how... Where, where's the time gone? Where's... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you've listened through, through uh, nine episodes with us so far, uh, thanks very much. And uh, yeah, we've been going since August. Hopefully we'll <laughs> be back again next year. Yes. But we know that this year has been one of frustration for many especially as far as travel is concerned and we hope that we've kind of helped kind of bring different parts of the world to you yeah, guys as well during that time for the future. yeah for sure um but one thing that has really sort of kept us going is the hope that and i guess the knowledge that ultimately we actually will uh travel again and here at dki witness we're committed to ensuring that you have the best time whenever you're ready to go so today we're going to be joined by a string of special guests including members of the team here at dki witness as well as some friendly faces or voices from previous (laughs) episodes in the series um and we're going to ask each of them this one simple question where are you going in 2021 so by the end of the episode you should have a very nice list of destinations waiting for you to visit But before we get going, we should mention that we're recording this in December 2020, where although vaccines have given us some hope that travel may be around the corner in 2021, the threat of COVID-19 is still very high. Please check with both your own local authorities and those of your chosen destination before travelling. And if you are lucky enough to travel in the coming months, please do follow safety guidelines. So we're going to start by looking at where we want to go in 2021. So, James, where do you want to go next year in 2021? Well, um, uh, I feel like a bit of a broken record because I've been saying this uh, to quite a few (laughs) different people who've been been asking me about it. But but I really, really want to go to Slovenia. It's it's kind of one of the few European countries that I haven't been to. And I know people might sort of think it's in Eastern Europe, but yeah. I think it is quite a Central European country, really. And yeah. um, 
And, you know, it's not too far to get to. It only takes sure. a couple of hours uh, flying from the UK or you could even get trains through through France and through Italy, which yep. would be a really, really interesting option. But the kind of quote that I keep on reeling off all the time, basically, is Slovenia is almost like Europe's greatest hits. So, <laughs> so cheesy. <laughs> uh, um, apologies for that at home. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, for, for one thing, and maybe this isn't quite for me, but there's there's a really nice ski scene. Um, yeah. So, you know, really underrated, a bit sort of different to what you can expect in Italy. Um but there's also, you know, the flip side of that is that there's amazing sort of cycling, walking opportunities, that, yes. loads and loads of hills, obviously the famous lakes. Um, I know in Unforgettable Journeys, we have a Julian Alps walk, which looks amazing yeah, um, yeah. and basically goes all the way around Bled, which looks, uh, you know, fantastic. And all of that is, you know, very much like in line with what you would expect in kind of France, Northern Italy, but maybe a little bit quieter. I know Lake Bled is obviously a bit of a hotspot, but... Yeah. You know, there's there's uh, there's a whole country there kind of waiting to be explored. But one thing that really kind of attracts me to uh, to Slovenia is the, the sort of food and this huge mm. like kind of gastronomic culture that seems to have um, that basically the reason I keep talking about this is because I had an assignment to read up on it recently and do some <laughs> research. And it just looks really, really cool. There's kind of a really nice mixture of like sort of Germanic uh, sort of you know, sausages, cabbage, like everything you kind of expect from that part of the world. But they've really kind of added in a kind of Scandi call, like um, uh, sort of, you know, zero carbon menus, foraging, using local produce. And they actually have certainly in in a country that you can cross in two hours, they have so much different sort of local produce and so much fresh stuff, like kind of ready to be there. So uh, what I particularly want to go is um, there's a restaurant called Hisa Franco to any Slovenian speakers. I'm sorry, that is not the right <laughs> pronunciation at all. But uh, but um, it was Slovenia's first restaurant to receive two Michelin stars. Cool. Uh, it's got um, Anna Ross, who you might have seen on Chef's Table. And, you know, it's near, really near the Italian border. It sounds like this idyllic situation. And yeah. Everything is grown, is sort of produced just around the restaurant and just sounds ideal. Is it just me? Have I am I right in thinking that um that there's a quite a big wine culture as well in Slovenia? Isn't there some some vineyards? I can imagine you kind of cycling between you know you're a keen cyclist cycling between vineyards, and I'm sure they serve delicious food alongside the the wine. There is, yeah. So there's a couple of different um, um you know Slovenian wine culture is very much kind of coming up in Europe as well. Yeah. Um. Uh. There's lots of different varieties. Um. Uh you know really struggling to name maybe off the, <laughs> off the top of my head yeah, to be sorry, honest, but what but one thing one thing I definitely do know is that um you know they have a history of producing orange wine mm, which um which yes. is quite unusual uh, um, so orange wine is I think what they leave the skins on the grapes right yes yeah yeah it is it's, so it's so it's um it. it's it colors it it kind of adds makes something slightly in between red and white yes, but, yeah. but very much of its own flavor it's not really like rosé where it's just produced uh, sort of in a half and half method. Yes. It kind of flips it on its head a little bit. And, um, you know, orange wine was really big. Uh, Originally came from Georgia and then kind of came across Europe. And Slovenia is one of the few countries that is still actively producing it. And it's kind of leading a little bit of an orange and and natural wines kind of revolution across Europe. Yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, so that's really cool. Um, another reason is that, um, you know, Ljubljana looks like an incredible city. Um, 
had many friends who've gone gone to visit it and they talk about how green it is um it's kind of you know positing itself as europe's kind of green capital in a way and um so there's lots of kind of eco-friendly initiatives there's um you know lots and lots of parks and stuff as well it just sounds like a really beautiful city to explore and basically all of that you know rubbish that i just said you can do within in a country that takes yeah, two hours to cross really yes. so yeah there's yeah. just so many opportunities I think in a week there you can have about three different holidays in a way so Great. yeah that's uh you know I've talked myself in the last <laughs> weeks into into doing this and the more and more I read about it the more I really really want to go so yeah, yeah. amazing so Lucy your choice and if you listen to the podcast uh last time around you might be guessing what lucy's about to say but i believe we've been there before we have yes 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 so in 2021 i would really like to go to ireland which i genuinely had already been thinking about Mm. before we talked to the wonderful nicola um but she just absolutely sold it to me i so enjoyed that um, podcast recording um, I guess that having been in lockdown and in my flat, or I've moved flats, but, you know, being <laughs> essentially in four walls for, yeah. you know, sort of eight months, the two things that I'm really missing are um, sort of big open expanses of mm-hmm. nature and really quite sweaty nights out. Yeah. Those are the two things that I'm just really missing out on. And um, I appreciate that 2021 will still come with a lot of um, COVID guidelines. And I don't know that nightlife will definitely come back. Mm. Um, But I think Ireland ticks both of those boxes for me. Um, So I'd love to, yeah, I just would love to don my hiking boots and, you know, walk through endless expanses of green and and just to feel feel the spray of the sea would just be incredible um and just kind of gulp in all that fresh air I, th- I think essentially i just really need to talk to nicola so that she can plan a route for me yeah it was when when nicola was talking about going like their road trip going through past all of the counties yes uh, in, in last week episode and, I, I was listening back to it and i was like oh my god sounds amazing and and she sort of yeah. said you know people don't know about you know these i can't even remember what, what where it was was it county mayo she says people don't really go to yeah yeah and so i'd actually really like to go somewhere as well a bit different as well mm. and and to kind of feel like you know you're discovering some having spent so long in east london and just doing the same walking routes to just feel like you're kind of exploring somewhere completely new and um, would be amazing but likewise then i would really like to head to a different city and i think the fact that dublin is so compact mm. i could feel like i was really soaking up as much of a city as possible the food scene sounds amazing um we've got dublin we've got an, our like a local series coming out in 2021 one of the titles yep. is dublin of which nicholas worked on um and every restaurant recommendation in in it i want to go to um <laughs> gonna come back the size of ireland but um it's interesting, like when we were talking to Nicola on that call, like she talked about Dublin Pizza Co and yes. Brother Hubbard. And those are two places that I went to yeah. about nearly two and a half years, three years ago. Um, and I can still remember them. They were that good. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. And, and also that I like the fact that you went and, you know, she mentioned two places and you'd been there. It feels it feels like Dublin is so compact. and There's just a really nice kind of sense of community about it. Yeah. Um, which I love the idea of. And I just would love nothing more than to be in a pub with a pint and for someone to start playing an instrument. I just would, that would be so fun and to have a sing song or to go see some live music 
or to go to the theatre, any of those things, I and that's what I'm really craving. I mean, and I, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm just hoping that Ireland will deliver for me. I mean, live music like this this year has been really tragic, really. Like, uh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm I'm so so looking forward to that. But I, I would say as well, I, I I mean, I go back to Dublin in a heartbeat. But uh, there's it, if you want to go somewhere for pubs, if you're missing the pub. <laughs> Yeah. And you want to go to, you know, the, the spiritual home of the pub almost. Like Dublin is incredible. Yeah. You know, huge, you know, big, long bars, mixtures of kind of pubs that are like really antique and have been there for, yes. for centuries mixed in with really cool, like kind of microbreweries yes. and things like that. It's it's kind of everything that you'd want. I, I mean, I know there's like some, uh, you know, Nicola kind of mentioned a few of the, that there's quite a few touristy places in Temple Bar, but yeah. even literally just streets off Temple Bar, pubs are so, so cool. Yeah. Um, you know, little kind of Georgian, like, sort of, I want to say, say like kind of housey pubs where you can like sit upstairs and you can watch the like exactly. people watching the street below hand that kind of thing just kind of being in a crooked old setting and um you know looking out on sort of cobbled streets and just feeling like it, the place hasn't hasn't changed in however mm. many years I just would love that so much um so I'll be coming to you and Nicola for all of the rec- and like a local for all of the recommendations <laughs> for my trip to Ireland yeah, absolutely. And actually, um, and I know we've talked about it a bit in the podcast, but um, uh, but like a local must be one of the things you're kind of most looking forward to in 2021, right? I know That's you're right. finishing it off right now. Well, right? So. so we're trying to we're trying to get we've got six titles coming out in summer and another six coming out in the autumn. But we were meant to finish. We meant to have the first six coming out sooner, but unfortunately, with um, all the lockdowns around the world it didn't make sense to kind of keep working on them or to, to kind of wrap them up because mm. there's so much inter- uncertainty and they're really built around, you know, small businesses. So, which has been, which has been really tough. I, I mean, the books, the books are very, um, they're very modern. And actually, you know, we've thought really carefully about um, the coronavirus and our authors are being very diligent in keeping us updated and, and, uh, and everything that you just mentioned as well, like zero waste places and sort of like mm. charity initiatives and um, non-profits, you know, the, the, the books are brimming with them. Um, so we're really excited about the series and you've heard many of the kind of the voices that have worked on it. Um, but we want them to come out when they are in the best possible state for our readers. So that's why it's been delayed slightly. But I'm really excited to see um, see them come to fruition in 2021. Yeah, because I mean, these books have been in the in the works for quite a while now, and obviously you've been working on them. You and Zoe and some of the rest of the team have been working on them for quite a quite a long time. But they really have taken on something different in twenty twenty one, which is you know this kind of well twenty twenty sorry uh, this uh, this uh, kind of movement of celebrating local. Of, yes. You know all of the businesses who've had it so tough this year yeah. in these cities. And, you know, reminding people about why we visit cities, what you can get it, get from it and, and, you know, how to how to do them differently, how to That's go, it. how to get underneath the skin of a city, which That's I think is, is brilliant. I think lots of people, you know, talk about kind of, you know, whether city breaks are going to come back next year. And I can totally understand, you know, people's, uh, you know, fears with safety and stuff in crowded areas. But actually, I think what like a local does is it reminds us why these cities are important and why they're so cool yeah definitely we hope so so joining us as our first guest today is elspeth bader so hi elspeth hello elspeth 
Hello. Hello. So Elspeth is one of the project editors here at DKR Witness and uh, we want to know where you want to go in 2021. Uh, so I want to go to Wales. Hmm. Very exotic. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I picked Ireland elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, it is quite exotic as well. I mean, um, have you been to Wales before? Um, yes, I've been quite a few times. I've got an auntie and uncle that live in North Wales, so been cool. over to visit Very them. Very handy. A bit. But um, uh, I know this from, uh, well, working with a few of our guides this year, but Wales has an, an enormous amount of coastline, doesn't it? And actually, there's a lot more to explore there than you necessarily think. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, the reason I want to go is because I actually would like to cycle the length of Wales. Ah. So cycle from Cardiff all the way up to Holyhead. That's cool, um, Elspeth. Really cool. Yeah. I'm a bit nervous. I feel like I might have <laughs> been a bit overambitious in my plans. No, no. How, 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 how far is that in total? Um, so I think it's about 250 miles. And how long would that take? I think we're hoping to do it in about a week. Wow. That's um, really cool. <laughs> is this something that you've done a lot of then? Um, so I did a cycle touring holiday in Cuba about five years ago mm, cool. um, with some friends. Absolutely love that. And then I haven't really done a huge amount of cycling since then, mm. um, mainly just cycling to and from the office. Um, and <laughs> then this year, yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> back in those days. Uh, and then this year with the lockdown, kind of taken to the bike a bit more and mm. it's just been so freeing. Like it's just really rediscovered a love of cycling just for the fun of it. Um, mm. Even sort of cycling around London during lockdown, that was amazing when there was just no traffic anywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, and sort of getting out into the countryside and doing some long rides as well. So. And has this been a, a bit inspired by uh, the book you've been working on, which, uh, <laughs> <laughs> tying that really naturally into the conversation. <laughs> Look how that happened. I know, I know. It's, uh, <laughs> You're a prick. Just, just came to me. Uh, so, so Elspeth, I know you've been working on a book called Ride, which is all about sort of uh, bikepacking, basically. Yeah, so Ride has been a really fun project to work on. Mm. Um, So it's basically 100 of the world's best cycle rides. So it's a complete mix of everything, road cycling, mountain biking, short little rides around cities, like epic trips sort of across. I mean, I think the longest one in the book is um, down the length of Africa. So uh, it's a real mix. And this is, in fact, one of the rides in the book. (laughs) So why is it this ride that, what is it about the whales journey that you find really appealing for 2021 yeah because elspeth i know you kind of as a as quite an exotic traveler you've <laughs> yes, been to like costa yes, rica Namibia you've been to, and, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> I mean, yeah definitely i usually look to sort of far-flung places mm. for something a bit different but i've just kind of really appreciated nature and sort of seeing all the wildlife in the uk and i just think i should really actually spend some time exploring mm. um and mm. plus with this ride the benefits with my auntie and uncle they live sort of pretty much at the end of it so I'm hoping that we can just sort of stay with them for a couple of days and they'll cook us some nice dinner <laughs> after a week of hard cycling exactly you'll have exactly. earned it <laughs> that sounds brilliant well you have to let us know how you get on and uh yeah and really looking forward to the book as well that's out in April right yes out the start of April cool So we're now talking to Lauren Paley, marketing manager from our team in, over in the US. And Lauren, you actually joined us for uh, 
to discuss your home city of New York earlier in the series. I right? did. That was me. Hello, both of you. <laughs> Happy to be back. <laughs> how, how, how have you got over the experience since then? Have you, uh, have you recovered? Oh, okay? yeah. Just been thinking about it nonstop, working on my internet connection, of course. <laughs> well it sounded good it sounded okay it all worked out fine uh so that's episode three for those who want to listen back but um we're going to talk to you about somewhere completely different to new york city today we're going to talk to you about where you want to go in 2021 and your top tip for it and i believe this is somewhere you wanted to go this year but you had a trip cancelled you're so right james um i have been dying to go to (laughs) cartanena in colombia for years now Mm -hmm. And I finally booked the trip um, 2020 with my friends. And we all know how that turned out. <laughs> Didn't happen. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to hopefully going next year. I think um, it's such a vibrant city and there's so much life mm. there that I think it will really be the perfect antidote to this dreary, really not so fun year. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, uh, well, for those who don't know, I think I've, like Cartagena's sort of on the caribbean coastline of colombia isn't it it's um and it's kind of an old sort of spanish colonial city exactly so it seems to have both that that history that those beautiful colorful buildings um alongside this really lovely beachside feel um and all of the amazing food and music that goes along with it so i just want to dance i want to eat some ceviche (laughs) um i want to meet some people i want to practice my spanish um that's what I was going to ask, Lauren. Have you been practicing your Spanish in, in lockdown? Oh, yes. I've been watching all the telenovelas. Um, it's become <laughs> such a problem. Um, so I, I feel like I'm talking to myself a lot in Spanish, but I need some actual people to practice with now. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a good way to spend lockdown, preparing for future adventures. Talking sure. to yourself in Spanish. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> And what, what, uh, you know, why, why was that destination so, so like, well, why did you want to go there? So I actually knew someone who went there a few years ago and she went for a weekend trip, which it's um, about five and a half hours from New York um, one way. So it's a bit far, but it's really Mm -hmm. um, about the same distance from New York to Europe. And I had never really thought about how close it was. And that just really inspired me. And I was like, I want to go for a weekend or better yet, a week or two weeks. Um, So I've just been thinking about it ever since she was raving about it. And she said how beautiful and exciting um, and again, how vibrant it was. I've just been thinking about it pretty much nonstop for the past few years. And Colombia has been like kind of really coming up in terms of um, in terms of uh, travelers kind of visiting and and it's it's also been opening up after kind of years of civil war and stuff as well. I guess maybe now is the time to go, right? Oh, now is definitely the time to go. I mean, again, I haven't been yet, so um, no firsthand experience there. But from what I've heard from all of the people I know who have been, um, it's absolutely incredible. And and um, it's definitely a huge tourist destination at the moment. So I would say 2021, if we can get out there, let's do it. <laughs> So we're very excited to welcome back our good friend and previous podcast guest, Shafik Medji. Welcome. How are you, Shafik? Very well, very well. Thanks for having me back. Good. Welcome back. So we want to hear, Shafik, where you have planned or where you would like to go in 2021. Tell us. Well, I mean, this was a tricky question because you you said I could only pick one 
destination. <laughs> and I think like um, like lots of people over the over the last year, I've had lots of cancelled trips, lots of frustrated wanderlust. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, I, I think I spent lots and lots of time dreaming about far off places. But the place that I kept coming back to more often than not uh, was Patagonia. So that's my choice. Ah, very cool. Uh. Yes. And why? Why Patagonia? Well, throughout the year, I've been um, back at home in South London. Um, it's yeah. a place I love. I love London. I love love being in cities. But at this stage in the year, I'm absolutely desperate for a change, desperate for a contrast to be in wide open spaces amongst the mountains, plains, uh, rivers, glaciers, coastline, uh, a few better places. uh, There are a few places that offer that better than Patagonia. I mean, it's an absolutely huge, huge place split between Argentina and Chile. Um, I think it's roughly Mm -hmm. more than a million square kilometres. So it's bigger than the UK, France. Mm. Italy combined, but there's wow. roughly two million wow. people that live there. So there's few better places to go if you really want to get away from it all. Um, it's also really good for hiking, outdoor activities, mm. kayaking, cycling, things mm. like that. And I've, I've got a real desire at the moment for kind of long, self-guided journeys. Um, I've spent a lot of time in the region over the years. Um, I've been very lucky yeah. to do that, um, and mainly for work. But because it's so huge, there's so so much more to um, to explore. And I think this year has really been a reminder that, you know, life changes really fast. And um, mm. if there's something mm-hmm. you want to do, a place that you want to go, there's no time to waste. You've got to, got to do it now. Um, so with that in mind, there's a couple of trips in Patagonia that I've always wanted to do, but I've never actually found the time to do. So hopefully I'll put that right in 2021. Um, so one of those places is the Dientes de Navarino trek, which sets off from Puerto Williams in Chile. Puerto Williams is the southernmost city on earth. It's in mm-hmm. Tierra del Fuego. Um, and I've done the first day of this trek in the past, but I really love to, um, to complete it and do the full six to seven day circuit. It takes you through a uh, really isolated Andean mountain range. Um, and the scenery um, is absolutely spectacular. There's views of the Beagle Channel, mm. high altitude lakes, uh, snowy peaks. Uh, it's a real challenge, uh, something that I'd love to do. Sounds like the most opposite thing to London. And I don't think that's a coincidence. I think, you know, as I said earlier, I've been really create, craving the difference. And, um, and, and that's something that's, that's, that's really appealed. Somewhere else um, within Patagonia, in the Argentine section that I'd like, love to go to too is um, it's the Cueva de los Manos Pintados, the uh, the Cave of the Painted Hands. Um, mm. And this is a cl- collection of ancient rock paintings in a cave in an isolated canyon, a long, long way from anywhere, even by Patagonian standards. Um, and it, it's essentially, it's hundreds of handprints, interestingly, mm. mainly left hands, some of which date back thousands of mm. years. Um, it looks an incredibly evocative site. I've only seen photos of it, um, but it's somewhere that I would love to to go. The other reason I picked Patagonia was that um, to reach there, certainly to reach the Argentine side, you almost always have to travel via Buenos Aires, which is one of my favourite cities on earth. It's one of yeah. the one of the world's great great yeah. cities. I used to live there, and yeah, um, yeah. even though I've been in a city um, throughout this year, um, I've really missed um, you know being in crowded, cramped, noisy 
environments. <laughs> um, and Buenos Aires has loads and loads of these really atmospheric bars. So I'd love to go and get a Cortado, get a beer, you know, sit, sit in a bar <laughs> in uh, Palermo or in Villa Crespo, which is the neighborhood that I used to live in, um, soak up the atmosphere, chat to strangers and kind of, you know, really appreciate a, a very simple act that um, has obviously been denied to all of us over this year. Mm. Sounds delightful. Yeah. I, 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 it, it's really strange how, uh, you know, usually like the idea of a place being busy is <laughs> used to be quite terrifying. And actually, like, yeah. I'd love to be in a busy place Me right too. now, <laughs> talking to strangers and so on. It's, uh, it's, it's strange what this year has done. But that sounds amazing. Um, I think Buenos Aires is definitely on my list for sure. And I think um, it's a very sensible choice, Shafik, as you say, that you have to have a stop off. What a great, what a great idea for 2021. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Two trips Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, any way you can extend your, extend your trips, add in somewhere else. <laughs> I, I, that's always been something that I've been keen to do. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be doing next year. So next on, we have DK Witness Editor Rachel Laidler with us. So Rachel, welcome to the podcast. First Thank of you all. very much. Welcome, Rachel. Where do you want to go in 2021? Tell us. So it's funny because I think I initially started off thinking that I wanted to go further afield, like spread my wings. We've all been cooped up mm. um, yep. in 2020. So I had the Dolomites on my list. I had Nepal. I had New Zealand. Cool. And I was like, hang fire a second. <laughs> Maybe stick within the UK because I think for me, part of 2020 has been realizing, and I think it's true for all of us, like mm -hmm. what's on our doorsteps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so I think the destination that I've got in mind for myself next year is to explore Scotland a bit more. And I mean, I, I used to live there, so I've done a bit of exploring um, mm. of, of the country anyway, but there just always seems to be more to explore yes. and I mean you've got the cities you've got the amazing landscapes you've yes. got haggis of course <laughs> you've, got the, you've got you've got the islands too we did an yeah. episode um uh, about Scotland on the podcast earlier in the series and uh the islands I, I didn't actually know that much about they sound mm. amazing and so yeah. many of them too exactly exactly there there are loads of them I mean I'd love to go to um to like extend a trip and go to Orkney and Shetland mm. because I've mm. never been there before and they're kind of they're unknowns to me as well which is quite exciting and I think like Nordic influences to a certain extent too mm. so it'd be slightly different to mainland Scotland. And so what kind of a trip are you after? Are you after for city hopping? Are you, are you wanting to do the North Coast 500? Is it kind of hopping around islands? What exactly is the kind of trip that you think? Bit of cycling, bit yes, of road cycling, trip. Yeah. <laughs> course it's going to be cycling yeah, yeah. <laughs> no <guess>. um <laughs> basically anything anything outdoorsy so I've done quite a lot of hiking and wild camping and um cycling in Scotland but there's one particular place that I've got on my list to do one cycling trip that we actually little shout out to ride cycle the words here <laughs> but um that we've got in the book and it's um a loop of the Apple Cross Peninsula on the west mm. coast and I mean, it's supposed to be really, really difficult. So it's got the, um, there's a hill climb that's part of it called the Bialak Navar. And I'm so sorry for anybody who's Scottish who's listening <laughs> with my pronunciation of that. Um, apologies. But that is, um, I think it's about seven kilometers long. And um, it, it's it got gradients of 20%. I think some of okay. the, it's got a lot of switchbacks, mm. I think. And I think some of the switchbacks go up to 20%. So wow. 
I mean, it doesn't sound like the most fun thing to do in 2021. Um, but actually, once you get to the top of that climb, you're supposed to have amazing views out across um, the Isle of Skye, which would be mm. beautiful, mm. and also out to the, um, I think it's the Outer Hebrides as well. So yeah. it will be painful, but I think the, be the benefits it. of it. Yeah, and then you get to freewheel down the other side too. Uh, so, yeah. I've actually had a like little look inside the book, and I know you've got these like gradient profiles on like kind of, you know, cli- climbs and stuff. And that one looks insane. It's yeah. just, it, it's like everything else looks flat and then it's suddenly like a right angle. That just goes yeah. like, uh, so, you know, if, uh, if, if that's your, your challenge for 2021, I mean, uh, yeah. good luck. Yeah, I don't know whether I'm talking about best trip now or challenges, so <laughs> maybe yeah. a mix of both. We'll but um, I actually went to that kind of Apple Cross region a couple of years ago oh, and yeah. it, it is really, really stunning. As you say, like some of the views around there, there, there are tons and tons and tons of hills but there's also some really cool little like kind of covey villages and stuff we went to shield dig which was really really nice and uh, yeah it's an apple cross itself is cool so yeah um, yeah i think i think the west coast is um is absolutely spectacular um and you do have a lot of these kind of caribbean style beaches Mm -hmm. um the water temperature isn't like the caribbean (laughs) at all (laughs) it's quite a surprise system yeah (laughs) yeah but um this actually it ties in quite nicely because um Visit Scotland are supposed to be doing, um, I think it's the year of Colston Waters mm. in 2021 as well. So they're doing like a big celebration of, of things like that. And um, and yeah, it's kind of inspiring me as well to not just do my usual outdoor pursuits of like cycling and hiking, etc. But to um, to actually give sea kayaking a go or maybe do a bit of wild swimming, which nice. would be really nice. So cool. yeah, to like spread my wings a little bit and and try those sorts of things sounds great sounds delightful (laughs) thanks very much rachel thanks for coming on the podcast (laughs) thanks for having me So, so we're joined here once again by our New York guest from episode three uh quicker olsen so hi hi quicker lovely to see you welcome back hey Hey, thanks for having me back. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad I'm not banished <laughs> after the last. One. <laughs> well, Never. we've still got our club night plan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so, we're keeping you, you know, sweet, right. We're keeping you sweet by keep my secret. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't say anything too no, reckless no, no. last time. Yeah. No, no, no. It's all good. It was all good. Uh, so um, yeah, made me want to be back in New York. So yeah, um, hopefully next year. Fingers crossed. Um, but uh, we're going to talk to you today just about uh, the one place that you're hoping to go to in 2021 you know vaccines etc permitted uh so uh where is that place yes i've actually i was thinking about this and there are two spots i'm having trouble narrowing it down Mm. cool Um, i'd say within the u.s i definitely want to do a national park road trip i was trying to do one last summer um and uh, a few of my friends backed out because we were still kind of unsure about the virus and people were unsure about their jobs and stuff too Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so uh it'd be be cool to get that accomplished this year um so which which national parks are on your hit list on this road trip so the main one i really want to hit is badlands in south dakota nice um yeah it's one i've wanted to go to for a while but another problem is it's in south dakota which is been the worst spot for covid so (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, i'm not sure if you remember when trump gave that big speech in front of uh mount rushmore where he was turning super orange like the same color as the landscape 
but that's that's the state. So, but they have a really nice national park there that I want to visit. Cool. Yeah, it, lo- um, it, it looks epic. It looks pretty stunning. Yeah. So, is it how, so how many parks mm-hmm. are on this dream road trip, Queeky? So, would you start? Yeah, would you start in Badlands, or is that en route to a different national park? Yeah, so I'd probably start there. It's on route to another one. Um, I'd go through a few places in the Midwest. Mm. Um, I want to go to Falling Water in Pittsburgh. That's uh, Frank Lloyd Wright's yes. um, famous yeah, house yeah, out yeah. there. Um, yeah, and then I wanted to go to, I, I would drive through Ohio, um, Illinois as well. I've got a few friends in Chicago, so I might stop off there and then um, figure out what to do in Wisconsin. You know, maybe go to a cow farm, something I can't usually do sure. out here, you know, get a new experience. Amazing. Um, but yeah, Badlands would probably be the first national park. And then after Badlands, um, I wanted to go to Yellowstone yeah. mm-hmm. um, around like Wyoming. And yeah. then um, I also wanted to go to uh, Olympia National Park in Washington State. Amazing. So that would yeah. be literally almost coast to coast, right? From uh... Yeah, exactly. Amazing. That sounds so yeah. cool. Love it, Queeky. Um, so it's pretty much just following one of uh, one of our big highways that goes um, coast to coast, I-90. Sure. I'd just be taking it from And also, end it's end. important for the listeners to note that we have not primed Queeky. We do have USA National Park's Land of Wonder, Lands of Wonder that published back in September. And I promise, I have not emailed Queeky to be like, Queeky, if you could please promote this book for us, that would be great. Um, but Queeky, obviously, we've got the book ready for you, ready for you to plan your road trip. Yeah, we'll have to get oh, your yeah. copy over. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> Oh, please. Absolutely. I got so much to learn from it, I'm sure. So I'm, I'm excited to read that one. Awesome. So you mentioned that you've got two destinations. Where's your second? So I also want to go to Ghana. Um, oh, so yeah. Ghana's where my family's originally from. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know. This this has been a weird year, and I've, I've kind of started realizing I need to invest a lot of my money and my time uh, outside of the U.S. too, you know, kind mm-hmm. of try and diversify my options sure. a little bit. Um, so I have a, a few business ideas I'm trying to start up out there. Um, I'd like to take a little bit of time to go. Um, and it's good because I can work remotely this year. Yeah. Um, yep. I guess it's like one of the tiny positives of the horrible year we'll be going through. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I can I can go out there and not take vacation time and try and get some work done. So I'm trying to uh, uh, secure some time to do that. That's as well. very cool. Awesome. Yeah, I remember yeah. you said you were kind of like hedging your beds and like booking in some cheap yeah. flights. Did you manage to get one to Ghana? Uh, not to Ghana, unfortunately. So I, I still need to try and, you know, uh, say my little spells and, and cast uh, <laughs> cast a bit of magic and hope I get the, the downward trend on the pricing. But um, yeah, I think Ghana will be fun. And it's a place where uh, I've, mm. you know, I've been going there since I was a little kid. So I feel like I've taken a little bit of it for granted. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of want to approach it like a tourist too and, you know, kind of just see some of the nature out there. And um, uh, especially because a lot of places with people are going to be closed sure. or yeah. I wouldn't be as comfortable going to sure. them. So I think going to like national parks in Ghana, going to, um, you know, out into the forest, um, seeing some animals. Those are things I usually haven't done that I think I'd want to do this time. Yeah, that sounds amazing. amazing. That sounds so cool. And, and you know, so far away from New York City <laughs> yeah. as well. Like, yeah. You've basically got two it's gonna be trips a long the, almost the opposite of New York City yeah. in a way. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, really it's gonna weird. be a long winter so I'm, I'm looking to escape if i can yeah know. good idea <laughs> and also the business ventures sounds very cool as well Kweeku. awesome yeah, yeah great 2021 yeah. I, I can make sure i'm yeah make sure i'm getting my life together i'll try to <laughs> <laughs> that all sounds really exciting so where, whereabouts um uh so i know you were talking about kind of national parks and stuff and animals what kind of animals were you hoping to kind of go and see in ghana um, so there's a park in Ghana called uh, Mole National Park, and they're known for doing elephant tracking. So you can actually like run with the elephants out there. Not like run under <laughs> elephants, but you know, yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. You know, track the yeah. elephants as they, 
Yeah, as they run at a distance. Uh, you know, African elephants too, not not the tamest animals. So, you know, you want to keep some distance. But um, yeah. you can observe the elephants out there and some other animals. Uh, they have crocodiles in that park yeah. as well. Um, yeah, and a lot of a lot of chimps as well. You know, just, just you know, some, some wildlife I can't see here. Sure. I'd like to explore back home. Yeah. Sounds Great. awesome. Well, enjoy those trips. I hope I hope they both happen. That would be really cool. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah, and I hope you guys uh hope you guys get some travel in as well. Fingers yeah, crossed. Hopefully. I honestly yeah. can't wait. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Now we're talking to project editor Becky Flynn, who we know from the London office about mm-hmm. what she, where she wants to go in 2021 and why. So, Becky, what's your dream destination for 2021? Uh, so mine's not really a destination um, per se. It's um, I'd really like to journey on the Silk Road. So mm. that goes through quite cool. a few different countries, which is part of the appeal. Um, and yeah, through mostly there's lots of different routes um Mm. within the silk road um but i'd like to do the section through central asia so um like uzbekistan turkmenistan um all of the stands what why is why is that particular section what is it about the stands that's so appealing i think it's the fact that i just don't know much about them um Mm. and I, i just really want to get under the skin of what they're really like um, I've also seen quite a lot of coverage of the Silk Road and that section recently on like TV and magazines. Um, mm. And it's just really inspired me um, to do that bit. Yeah, because I mean, they're quite vast countries, aren't they? Mm. There's yeah. huge, you know, a country like, like Uzbekistan is, is actually much, much bigger than you think it's going to be. And you see it in like uh, things like Race Across the World and stuff that it, it's actually quite... Uh, difficult terrain to kind of get across and and you know but also really enlightening places on, along the way that have kind of yeah both got a mixture of like a- the ancient world and obviously because of more recent history like a kind of soviet feel to them as mm. well slightly exactly and the um and there's loads of those beautiful blue mosques in um mm. especially in uzbekistan that i just think i just really want to see with my own eyes um, and presumably this is slightly down to your work on journeys yeah totally that's, that's yeah. unforgettable journeys right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry we call it journeys in house for a short name but yes apologies. <laughs> yeah it, it, definitely and <laughs> um, we included it three times I think in the end because we just couldn't pick there's so many different ways to do it and different routes um, and yeah. to the Silk Road that 
I just think it's one of the most epic journeys that you can do and I, I really want to do it. So what, what are the ways that you can do it then? And, and what would you pick personally? Um, so you can do it by sea. I think you can set off from Venice and go around, um, mm. go around India and then up to China. It usually mm. always ends in China. Yeah. Um, and then, but then you could go across land and as we saw in Race Across the World or um, historically, they've just done it in loads of different ways because there's all these like mountain passes in yeah. um, Pakistan and stuff. Mm. Um, so you could go quite high up um, yeah. and go through Russia or you could go go low um, and go through <laughs> India and stuff. Or my route would probably be through the middle, so through Central Asia um, cool. and across. And you can also, I think in the book, you can cycle it as well, can't you? Which yeah. seems pretty grueling. I, don't I know. know. I, I, as lo- I, I, I'd love to do the Silk Road, but I don't think I could handle the cycling. I'm terrible at going down hills for one. I always break <laughs> my mat. So I think it's probably quite, I, in my head, it's quite flat in um, around Central Asia because you've got like the Gobi Desert and everything. I think that's yeah. around mm-hmm. there. But um, I'm sure I'm sure it wouldn't be the whole way. I'm sure there'd be lots of hills. So I think, I, I think a train or maybe driving um, would be my top picks. Because can, can you take it? Can you take a train quite easily? Can you get that from? Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. There's a few options. You can get a really luxurious one. I think it's the Golden Eagle. I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, re- that goes across. That. Yeah, which it, it looks amazing. Um, it's all sort of linen tablecloths. Or you could just use the local <laughs> local trains, which I quite fancy doing. Because then you yeah. get to meet mm. people who are local. Um, yeah, definitely. And stop where you want. And I think you could do stuff like sleeping in the desert around there and lots of really mm. cool experiences. So I'd probably go for that one as lovely and appealing the luxury one sounds. So, so you're basically, you know, going big in 2021. Yeah, really. 100%. Yeah, I read something in the paper today saying that we've all saved about seven grand this year. So I'll be spending mine on my holiday. <laughs> A very, very wise investment, I'm sure. <laughs> Well, cool. That's a, that sounds amazing. That's, I mean, yeah. I don't blame you after working on a book like Unforgettable Journeys. That yeah. you know, you, there's be so many journeys you want to take. I, and I imagine the Silk Road has probably had competition in your head from so many others as well, right? So many. I think, uh, yeah. I really wanted to. It was hard when when you asked us to think about where we wanted to go next year. There were so many journeys that I could have picked mm. in that book, but mm. I just really want something epic um yes for next yeah. year somewhere that I've not been to at all because I've been to little pockets of other places but Central Asia mm. is just not 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 somewhere I've been yeah brand new experiences in 2021 I love it yeah that's great yeah definitely cool well as your um our last guest on the pod I know you've been a guest on the podcast before but uh as you're our last proper guest on the podcast I yeah uh at least he's looking at me with, with a death oh, I know what's coming right <laughs> I've set up a tiny, tiny quiz just to mark the end of the podcast. So oh. Lucy uh, and Becky, you'll be going against each other. There's a <laughs> it's a it's a numbers quiz, which I know you're both editors, so you deal in words. So I'm, yes. I'm not expecting much, to be honest. I'm <laughs> glad. Keep your expectations low. Yeah. Everyone. So there's five questions that are all related to uh, to um, sort of episodes we've had previously in the series and uh you know please do play along at home as well so i'm gonna ask you to like name you know uh sort of 
quite a straightforward question. You have to guess an, guess an answer and pretty much closest to the answer wins. I'll keep score of the points tally as My well. My heart is genuinely racing. I'm, <laughs> I'm really nervous because I'm going to embarrass myself I very mean, publicly. <laughs> like listeners generally, like uh, genuinely, uh, Becky and Lucy didn't know I was going to do this. <laughs> they have zero, have had zero time to prepare. So, okay. First question. How many restaurants are there in New York City? Oh, <laughs> oh no this oh. is a good start <laughs> oh no do you know i feel like i, I, feel, I do you think you know it. this lucy no I, I just know i i don't know it i don't know but i should know it <laughs> i'm trying to think how many would be in a block i know i've read mm. is this the whole of new york or just manhattan good question good the whole question. the whole of new york city yes the whole of new york city i know i read somewhere that someone said in a lifetime you could never eat at every restaurant in new york city hmm. oh, becky's waiting for me to go first no i yeah well, i'm gonna have I to go? hurry you guys up okay so. i'm gonna you go no, becky oh, <laughs> i'm gonna go big i'm gonna go like fifty thousand. Okay. I'm I'm going to go I'm going to go for I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go higher. I'm going to go for ha huh, I'm gonna go for seventy five thousand. Well I can I can reveal that the answer is in fact twenty three thousand six hundred and fifty. <laughs> so Way you off. almost went too big. You know, I think you really built that up, I Lucy, just, with uh, yeah. with that anecdote. Although I was thinking about it, you know, if you went to one restaurant a day that would be a long, long time yeah uh you know could be a lifetime in fact so uh yeah. so uh so becky gets the point on that one well so, done becky well done becky <laughs> very well played. just by by twenty five thousand. <laughs> you know at least you didn't you guys didn't go like way too low or something yeah. it wasn't yeah, too bad true. i mean you were you know you were only twenty five thousand off becky and fifty thousand off <laughs> so, yeah. okay you, you you guys might actually know this one this is a little bit easier um how many arrondissements uh, I think I said that right. Uh, dis- districts are there in Paris? So embarrassing. Uh, I know there's definitely nineteen. Oh, I think <laughs> there's it's definitely you're not supposed to give Lucy one. the answer, Becky. No, no, <laughs> no. I think I'm, there's there's a number so nineteen. I'm, I'm going to say um, twenty six. Yeah, Becky. I'm going to go for thirty. I should have watched more Emily in Paris. <laughs> really should you uh, uh there's there are 20 so you were really really oh. close with 19 um oh, Becky. So. oh no, no. no. I, threw, I threw becky off the scent there with my, in the 20s sorry so, becky. so it's it's one each right okay this one is gonna be a lot of guesswork i'm imagining so in episode two joined by the lovely lola we went to sweden mm. uh can you give me to the closest million uh the total population of sweden no is my answer james <laughs> uh, um, nearest um, million. um right the nearest million it's not going to be that many mm. what is it? Um, sorry <laughs> i shouldn't be going any, please. Uh, i'm gonna go for 16 <laughs> i'm going to go for um 24. Oh, it's actually only uh, 10 million. 10, 10 million <laughs> and 99,265. So God. you guys were slightly off, I think. How, uh, many, in Lon- how many millions are in London? Is it I think 8 million? No. 8 million. I think there's over 10 million in Greater London. 
So wow, wow, yeah. amazing. So there you go. So, Sorry, Lola, I wasn't listening. It's really awful. <laughs> I'm In fairness, I don't think That's Lola dreadful. gave you that exact number. Okay. <laughs> see, okay. so don't Fine. worry. Uh, but you know, you do get the point from that. No, no, you don't actually. Becky no, gets Becky the point. does. Sorry, <laughs> I should be keeping score. <laughs> You were both way off, so you know it's a maybe I should have given no points. Uh, but <laughs> Becky gets the point, obviously. So so Becky's two one up. So the next question is, how many coffee shops are there in Italy? And as a clue, it's the most in in Europe, apparently. Um, I don't think Tony said this in episode one, by the way. A, how many coffee shops are in all of Italy? Yeah, the whole of Italy. I'm going to go for my the same answer as I gave for. I'm going to say. 50,000 in the whole of Italy. Oh, um, I don't think I'd go that high. Oh, oh, I don't know. Okay, take a stab uh, in the dark. I, I can see Lucy's confusion here, sort of looking down in despair. Yeah. <laughs> so embarrassing. As if um, it wasn't punishment enough to spend 10 episodes of a podcast with me. That's, that's, that's <laughs> no, now you're putting me on the spot and embarrassing me. <laughs> um, okay, so Becky's gone for 50,000. Yeah. Oh, yeah. now I feel like I'm going to go high. Fine, I'll go with, I'm going to go with, um, oh, no, this is impossible. All of Italy. I'm going to go with, fine, I'm going to go with my New York answer. I'll go for 75,000 again. Oof. Uh, well, I can say Becky has got the point. <laughs> I'm absolutely <laughs> uh, It's actually, it's, 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 it's uh, just over 58,000. So, Becky, well done. So that was that is a very impressive <laughs> guess, Becky. I, I, I'm genuinely quite in awe of how close you got to that. That was amazing. That was one close answer. I oh, bowing. interesting. So there's that many more restaurants in New York than the whole of Italy. Um, well, no. So there's 23,000 restaurants in. Yeah. Uh, 23,650 restaurants in New York City. So about half the restaurants to yeah. coffee shop. Yeah. But in, then Italy's so much bigger than yeah. New York yeah. City. So yeah, I think that that sort of goes to say the restaurant culture of New York City, really. Yes. Um, so I know. So Becky has basically won this quiz. Smashing it. Yep. Unlucky, Lucy. There's only one more very, question. Very, it's just unlucky. luck. <laughs> I, th- I think for pride, you might be able to get this one back. So to the closest million again, let's say. Right. Uh, how many acres big is? Denali National Park in Alaska. Oh, James, this is absolutely mortifying. For, for context, Lucy edited a book about uh, USA National Parks earlier this year, listeners. But what, but <laughs> it's very hard to imagine an acre, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, this is true. This is true. It's very big, basically. How many... Oh, God. I, have, I genuinely have no concept. How many... How so many... I, can, I can give you a clue that it's, it's above one and it's lower than ten, so... That's kind, thank you. Oh, okay, that's um, good because right. I was going to go really like fifty million. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, but that's what I mean. An acre is quite hard to picture. Okay, I'm just going to go for um, eight million. Cool, Becky. Uh, I'm going to go. I have no idea. I'm going to go slap bang in the middle. Five, five million. Nice, hedge your bets. All right, Becky's got it again. It's uh, six million. <laughs> so just over six million. I think we've just so. learned that I'm better at betting and guessing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we like to call ourselves travel experts. But I don't know how much. <laughs> in fairness, they were very mean questions, but uh, but yeah, thank you and well done, Becky. You can yeah, well done, Becky, and thank <laughs> you, James, guys. for that <laughs> <laughs> public surprise quiz. <laughs> yeah, um, so embarrassing, but um, Becky, seriously, well done. We'll have James. to do that yes. one again at our Christmas party. 
We yes, shall, we shall. Quiz, and just quiz James this yeah. time. Yeah, you can turn it around on me and I'll, yeah. I'm sure I'll get, get many more wrong. So, yes, uh, ending, the, ending the year on a high though, Becky. Well <laughs> Thank you, Becky. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. So a big thank you to all our guests for coming on the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks uh, for making our last episode of the year. A memorable one. A memorable one for sure. I'm still, um, Lucy is still annoyed about the quiz. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Becky. (laughs) Well done to Becky. And, uh, you know, well done to you, listener, for sticking with us for for all this time. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. You know, if you want to find out more about uh, all of the, lots of these 2021 picks, particularly from the DK staff, uh, you can visit the link in our episode description where you can find out much more um yeah and that i guess that just leaves us to say a very very happy new year very happy new year let's hope this is a better one to be honest yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know uh, which i'm sure it will be and let's hope it's full of adventures too definitely cheers to that where to go was produced by the team at dkr witness and presented by lucy richards and james Atkins. For more information about DKI Witness, follow us on social media at DKI Witness or visit dk.com forward slash eyewitness. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.